This is the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we discuss life goals, mindset blocks that prevent you from living your purpose, and have fun while doing it. All for a better mind, a better life, and a better you. Hi guys, today I want to talk about procrastination. And if we're just being honest, we all procrastinate at some time or another. Maybe it's procrastination because we feel like we have to, maybe we've developed a habit. But I want to talk about how we can break free of the procrastination hold and start to increase our productivity um, and increase what we're working on in a positive direction so that we're building healthy habits. The reality is every Everyone procrastinates at some time or another. Sometimes it's just fun for us to procrastinate. Sometimes it's just we're waiting until a deadline so that it feels very motivating if we wait. And sometimes we feel like procrastination is necessary because we feel like we should wait until we're more energetic or more engaged or more prepared to accomplish the task. But sooner or later, procrastinating on a regular basis begins to have a negative impact in your life, in your thoughts and in your life. It can affect your mood. It can affect your state of mind. It can increase worry, fear, stress, overwhelm. The most serious outcome of procrastination as it can also cause you to lose different things it can cause you to lose respect of certain people it can cause you to fall behind on bills it can cause you to lose your job if procrastination has become a problem for you you probably you probably already know if if it has I want to walk you through the steps that you can take so that you're able to increase your productivity and feel less worried, less overwhelmed, less stressed, less frustrated, less pressured, and more confident about your overall reputation as well as your effectiveness. So research says that procrastination is actually an emotional reaction. So they say that there is usually a core emotion that's driving it. It could be anger. It could be overwhelm. There could be feeling like inadequate or lack of confidence. There's always something behind the procrastination. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to identify what you're feeling about the task that you have at hand. Are you feeling a lack of confidence? Are you feeling not good enough? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Identify what it is that you're feeling. Psychologists usually wrap whatever emotions you're feeling under three categories, fear, anger, or sadness. And the reality is these are just pure sensations and there's really nothing wrong with any of our emotions, okay? So, and there's nothing wrong with anger. It's what we do with anger that can make it good or bad. For example, if you get angry and you journal, that's not unhealthy. If you get angry and you bash somebody's windows, that becomes unhealthy. It's the same thing for any emotion. There is nothing wrong about any emotion that you're feeling unless you respond to it in a negative way. So in order to be able, once you identify the emotion, in order to be able to move past the emotion, you got to be willing to release the emotion, all right? So this means you need to think of constructive ways to express the emotion because what's really happening inside of your body is you're building up a lot of pressure, like a pressure cooker, where you feel overwhelmed with fear or with sadness or with anger, and you got to find a healthy way to release that. That could be journaling your feelings. That could be starting to slowly work on the task that you're procrastinating on. Think about it. When a pop bottle has been shaken up and you open it really fast, it explodes. But if a pop bottle has been shaken up and then you open it slowly, 
then you feel a lot better about like it doesn't explode right it slowly releases the pressure same thing with your procrastination if you've been working on a task you feel overwhelmed with the task if you do a little bit at a time it's that slow release so it could be journaling it could be that slow release I was referencing it could be accountability getting accountability from somebody it could be emotional freedom tapping tapping is really good because it's really just moving energy negative energy out of your body so that you can replace it with positive statements and affirmations and things like that the goal is to remove the negative emotion that is overwhelming you, that is keeping you sad, that is keeping you in fear, that is keeping you stuck. It may sound really like silly, but it helps to just release it because holding onto that pressure is toxic. It's, it's negative. So once you've named the feeling that's keeping you procrastinating and released the emotion, I want you to really think about what is it that you're procrastinating on? All right. So you may know that you're procrastinating on um, the task that your boss asked you to produce. You may know that you're procrastinating on sending out the email to your email list or whatever it may be. But there's usually something more to it. So it's not your boss. It's not the email that you're procrastinating on. It may be that you're procrastinating on the thought of like people having to see it or you having to show up in your business. It's not necessarily the project that you're procrastinating on, but maybe you're trying to avoid the feeling of your boss telling you you're not good enough or you feeling like um, you're behind some way or whatever it may be. There's usually something below it. And so what you want to do is you want to write down the task that you've been putting off and what about it is triggering you to put it off. Because like if we're being honest, if I told you that you had to go do 20 jumping jacks and you'd win a million dollars, you wouldn't put that off for anything. You'd turn off all the TV, you'd get rid of all of the distractions, you'd get rid of social media for that moment and you'd go do those quick jumping jacks to get it. When we have a strong drive for something, we're less likely to procrastinate. But then there's usually a reason that keeps us in this state of procrastination because we're struggling with figuring out like, oh, how do I move beyond this? How do I um, show up for this? Or what am I fearful of that's stopping me? So your job is to write down the task you've been putting off and identify why you've been putting this off, okay? Then I want you to neutralize destructive thinking. I am a firm believer that our life is a reflection of our thoughts. And unfortunately, we have a lot of negative thoughts. Research says we have somewhere between 60 and 80,000 thoughts and that over 80% of them are negative and over 90% of them are repetitive. So basically we're on this hamster wheel of negative thinking that just spins round and around and around and around and it gets exhausting. And so what you need to do is you need to identify where that negative thinking is and totally neutralize it. So when you think of the task that you need to accomplish, what negative thought pops in your head? Think about that. What thought comes to your mind? Now I'm going to challenge you to find the antidote to that thought or the truth that totally contradicts it. So you may say, I'm not good enough and my boss is going to hate this. But the the antidote could be, I am good enough. I am great at what I do. That's the whole reason they hired me. And I think this creative idea may be something that my team may love. So you want to think of what the negative thought is. And then I want you to replace it with a positive one. Maybe it's you like, I don't want to go to the gym because I don't want everyone to judge me because I haven't been for a while. It could be, you know what? Me showing up for the gym is me showing up for my future. And I think people will honor the fact that I sh showed up for myself. Neutralize that destructive thinking and replace it with a thought that is more positive. Here's the thing. When we operate from a positive state of mind, it reflects in our life because remember our thoughts are our, our world is a reflection of our thoughts and when you start to 
to think and respond in a positive manner, you start to, to respond and act that way as well. So now I want you to really break down the task, okay? Oh, let me back that up. With that neutralizing destructive thinking, do that with each thought that comes. Because here's the thing. It's not just going to be one thought that comes. It's probably going to be a lot of thoughts that continue to come. And so I want you to neutralize that destructive thinking every time it comes. One of the things that I do when I get a negative thought is I identify that it's there. I challenge that thought and then I choose to change it, all right? So first I identify what the thought is. I challenge that thought like, mm, does that does that have to be true? I, you don't have to accept everything you think. And then you can make a change to something in a better direction. All right, so let's move to the next step, which is breaking it down. So now that you've envisioned the task, you've dealt with some of those negative thinkings and other things that are holding you back, the next big job is to break down that task into a series of little doable steps. Because here's the reality. If you're looking at your goal in front of you and it's huge and it's overwhelming and it feels exhausting um, before you even start it, then you're less likely to start it. But there's an old saying that says, how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. Now, obviously, we're not really eating elephants, but the premise of this is if the elephant is large, like your goal or the task that you're working on is very large, instead of getting so overwhelmed and falling under pressure, identify, okay, that's the big elephant in the room. I'm going to take that big elephant and I'm going to break it down into bite-sized chunks so that I'm able to reach it, so that it doesn't feel so far out of reach, that it's not so overwhelming. So what you can do is you can identify how what little tasks you can break it into and how you can handle those tasks. You can plot out each part of the project, including details of the project, whom you need on your team, what resources you need, who you'll be working with, and even you can take it as far as identifying each little step that you need to take. This will spare you from being overwhelmed because you won't walk into it and be like, okay, well, I'm so overwhelmed with this because I don't have the tools that I need or I don't know who I need to talk to. If you have it, laid out and you have like basically a blueprint to follow that gives you direction so that you're constantly moving in the right in the right direction the next thing is praise every little step that you take the big mistake that I see people make is when they're setting goals or they're working on something big and they fall into procrastination is because that they set the goal and the in the reward so far out that it becomes challenging now I'm not saying that you know you have a goal to finish sending an email to your list by the end of the week and every day that you write one sentence you buy yourself ice cream I'm not saying that but when you think of the long-term goal what what are small things that you can do along the way small things could be that you just take time out for self-care give yourself like a nice pedicure or a bubble bath or watch your favorite tv show or something that allows you to identify, okay, this is something that I'm doing to honor the fact that I've taken a step in the right direction. Um, for my big goals, one of the things, you know, every time I'm writing a book, I always, always, always give up on TV for that time period, usually that month or two, so that I can focus. But during that month, every Sunday, I allow myself to either make cookies, go get a Cinnabon, or go get a milkshake. I have a huge sweet tooth. But praising myself a little bit along the way reminds me that I'm moving in the right direction and gives me more motivation to keep going. Now, here's the thing. Praising yourself doesn't need to be a financial aspect. Again, it could be just you taking time for yourself or doing something that you love. That's okay as well. The goal is to reward yourself for each little step completed because doing this motivates you and prevents the likelihood of you falling back or from failure creeping back into the process and then you being overwhelmed or just sabotaging the efforts that you've put in. 
The next thing is you're going to want to prepare for obstacles. As you're really laying out this avoiding procrastination plan, you're going to want to prepare for obstacles. Because if I can be honest, there is always going to be roadblocks, no matter which route you take to your goals, right? And the thing is, if we're more prepared for them, then we're less likely to fall victim to them, okay? So once you've broken down your task into smaller pieces, anticipate that roadblocks could possibly pop up. For example, you may say, all right, I'm going to wake up or every day after work, I am going to work on this goal of um, going live on social media to grow my business or whatever it may be. Well, every day you get off work, you're doing great. And then one day you get off and you get a flat tire. Before you know it, you got a flat tire and your whole day is thrown off. Instead of allowing that obstacle obstacle to send you spiraling backwards into self-sabotage or anything like that, prepare for that obstacle. So if an obstacle comes up, what other options do you what other options will you take? Leave room in your schedule and as you build out this plan to to build to to be able to create room to pick up if you fell off. So for example, when I write my book, I don't ever write on Sunday. Sundays are my downtime. But guess what happens? If something comes up on Saturday and I really want to enjoy it on Saturday, I might move my writing time to Sunday to still make up for that. You may say, okay, well, I don't have a lot of time for it. So how I'm going to avoid these obstacles is instead of spending an hour a day on my task, I might spend an hour and 10 minutes a day because that extra 10 minutes builds in that buffer in case something comes up in case that roadblock comes up in case that obstacle gets in your way. Your goal is to have a tactic ready to stick to your original plan and and be prepared for it. Honestly, sometimes your obstacles may be like social media. Your obstacles may be um, TV. For one of my clients, she was struggling with social media and like it just being such a black hole. You know, you get on and before you know, you've been scrolling for 30 minutes. Instead of falling victim to that and then feeling guilty after, what if you created a plan by just totally removing social media from your phone so that it's not even a temptation? If you prepare in advance for any obstacle, then you're less likely to be stopped or become stagnant because of that obstacle. The next step is you're going to wanna fight resistance, all right? Here's the thing, when we step outside of our comfort zone, your body is going to fight against it because we like our comfort zone. It's safe, it's familiar, but here's the reality. Our comfort zone isn't as comfortable as we like to make it out to be. It's just familiar, that's it. But honestly, there's no growth there. And so when you notice you step out to do something different, when you notice, especially if you've made a habit of procrastination, when you notice you're trying to move past that procrastination, you're going to notice that your body's going to try to fall back into old patterns. And it's important that you take time to leap and Task and, and tackle the tasks that you've been trying to put off and stop allowing yourself to be caught up in resistance. You're likely going to meet resistance that look like you making excuses, you not feeling it, you lacking motivation, you being discouraged, you being overwhelmed. It, that resistance could come from your friends or your spouse or your children where they just maybe aren't giving you the time or the space that you need to make it happen. Say to yourself and repeat it on a regular basis that you are capable of accomplishing this. You are deserving of accomplishing this and continue to repeat that so that you're fighting against the resistance. And much like I talked about with the obstacles, if you prepare in advance that resistance may come, you'll always have a plan to pull from. I know for me, one of the things that I did when I would lack motivation, that's resistance at its finest. And here's the truth. If we base our goal and our progress and our productivity on motivation only, 
we won't accomplish it. And so one of the things that I would do when I was lacking that motivation and trying to fight against my resistance is I would remind myself of my why. When I was writing my very first book, I kept a picture of my daughters in my writing space. And every time I didn't feel motivated to do it, I would remember this is bigger than me. I wanted to leave a legacy for my girls. And more importantly, I wanted to be able to change other people's lives as well. And I wouldn't do that, wouldn't be able to do that if I only operated from the place of I, I got to be motivated to write. I got to be motivated to show up for my goals. And so I fought resistance by remembering the bigger picture. I also fought resistance by st- stating affirmations that affirmed me that I was capable of it. If you would have told me a few years ago that I'd even be able to teach this to to you, I never would have been able to believe it. But what I affirmed myself and allowed myself to, to believe is that I was productive. I was successful. I was a goal getter. I was every, I was confident. I was all the things that I desired to be. And the more I affirmed myself with these things, the more I noticed that my actions started to align because I started to ask myself, how can I be more confident? How can I be more resilient? How can I be more productive? How can I be more consistent? How can I maintain my um, commitment? Those sort of things. I started to align with the things that I affirmed myself with. A lot of people think that affirmations are like woo-woo or crazy, but here's the reality. With We tell ourselves affirmations all the time and we don't know it. All the time you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm so ugly. I'm so fat. I'm so stupid. Oh my gosh, I, I am not good enough for this job. I am not good enough to start a business. I am not good enough to write a book. I'm not good enough to create a course. I'm not good enough to write my blog. All those times we tell ourselves all of these things, those are affirmations. They're just working against us. So what would happen if you took that and allowed it to work towards you and for you by affirming yourself with the right and the positive things? So I challenge you to identify when the resistance comes, but be willing and ready to fight against it unapologetically. And then finally, we move into the last step, which is going to be enjoy your win. Here's the reality. You're going to win if you have a system in place. Too many times we go about accomplishing our goals in a very lackadaisical manner, like "Mm, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. Or you have this goal, but you don't really have a system or a process in place. And then we fall short and then We get frustrated with the process when in reality, we should be frustrated that we didn't have a process. So what I want you to do is I want you to be prepared that you're already going to win this procrastination battle. And the more you are prepared for that and the more you believe it, the more you'll notice you actually will be able to win the procrastination battle. Remind yourself that you feel virtuous, that you feel confident, that you feel accomplished, that you are beyond capable of accomplishing what it is that you set out to accomplish. The reality is accomplishing what you want to accomplish is the best thing you can do for yourself. You'll feel joy. You'll feel peace. You won't feel as heavy. You won't feel overloaded or overwhelmed. You'll feel more energetic and free and light and fun. You'll sleep better at night. You'll be less. You'll be restful instead of restless. You will feel accomplished and successful. And when you think about that, when you envision that, and when you allow yourself to feel that and what it would do and mean for you, you're more inclined to go after that. So I want you to enjoy this win because I already believe in advance that you can accomplish it if you're willing and ready to implement these steps that I share. One thing that I'm passionate about as a coach is to give people transformation, not just information. I think a lot of times we read articles or we listen to blogs or to pot or read blogs and listen to podcasts or YouTube videos or even have one-on-one sessions 
with our coaches or group sessions with our coaches and we get a lot of information and information is great. And I'm the first one to admit that. I love, love, love learning. I'm a lifelong learner. I spent most of my life in school and constantly am learning, looking for ways to get new certifications and things like that. Information is great. But here's the reality. It's only as great as it is that you're able to actually apply it. So this is why I go from information to transformation because I want you to take the information that I share with you and apply it to your life. These are practical steps that you are going to be able to implement and incorporate into your life so that you're opening up the door for you to be successful. And so I want you to not just listen to this information. I want you to move on this information. That may start with sharing this information with somebody because when you start to share it, it starts to really ingrain in your system. It may be that you take notes about how you're going to accomplish it. It may be that you start with the very first step and you identify what feeling you have around the goal that you're working on and how to release that emotion. It may begin that way. But what I want you to do is I want you to commit to showing up for yourself today because that's ultimately what your future self is going to thank you for. So get rid of procrastination, goodbye procrastination, and hello, productivity, success, confidence, happiness, joy, all those things that you deserve and you desire. All right, guys, I will chat with you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Nicole show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams. I love seeing you guys engaging in all your takeaways. Plus, every time you share this with someone, it gives you a chance to let them also enjoy the show as well. Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. I'll see you next week for another amazing episode of the Dr. Nicolia Show.